Welcome to Living in Hope, and I am your host, Cassie Merritt. Oh, man, that is so weird to say, but it is so awesome. I could not be more excited to be taking this journey with all of you who are listening right now. I never thought I would be somebody who would create a podcast let alone be the host of the podcast. But God does that, doesn't he? I am learning so often in life, God tends to use what I may find as a weakness or even something that I fear, and he uses them for his glory. I love it though. I mean, for the most part, it's not easy, you know, not an easy thing to step out of your comfort bubble, right? But I love it because it strengthens not only who I am, but my trust and my relationship with God. God is always working, even in me right now in creating this podcast. And that is what this podcast is, what Living in Hope is. I am so excited for all of you to hear these amazing stories, trials that people have gone through, some really hard and tough times. But God makes their stories beautiful because he is in the midst of them all, because he is working in them. And today, they are able to sit down with me with a microphone in front of their face and share their stories with you. Today, I am going to be sitting down with Pastor Matt and Josie. You know, God planted a seed in their hearts to create the ministry here at our church Camino Chapel called Stories of Hope. They wanted to give a platform for others to be able to share their stories. And this podcast is a branch off of that ministry because we wanted to take it a step further and be able to get the stories out even more so. And I am so excited for you to hear their hearts. And man, is this interview a good one. So let's just dive in. Welcome, Matt and Josie. I can't believe we are here doing this today. It's kind of like very surreal that this is actually happening. Um, did you ever think that we would be sitting here making a podcast together? No, not at Commander <laughs> Chapel. I mean, <laughs> I know, like we're we really feel... catching up with times yeah. now. <laughs> I know, we're getting into the real time now. <laughs> but it's really exciting, and yeah. I'm excited to do this with you guys. Um, I kind of explained at the beginning a little bit about a tiny bit of what Stories of Hope is, um, and that this is basically just a branch off of um, the Stories of Hope. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm just really excited for our listeners to hear your guys' heart behind this ministry because it started with you guys creating it and um, to really get to understand what that is, what Stories of Hope is. So mm -hmm. um, I first want you guys to introduce yourself. So um, Josie, why don't you start, girl? Great, well, I'm Josie Colby and I'm the worship director here at Camino Chapel. I think I'm somewhere in my 12th year of doing that here and I, um, you know, when someone asks you, what could you do? What would you do for a living? That would be your dream job. This is it. I have mm. really been blessed. God's really directed my path in ways I didn't see coming. And, and in some ways I did, I can look back and, and see that. So really a blessing to be here and to work with such great people, uh, great staff, but more importantly, a great church family to be with. 
here on the island. I'm married. I'm celebrating my 29th wedding anniversary this next Monday with my husband, George. (laughs) And we have two adult children now, 22 and 24. And our daughter, uh, Mackenzie, just got married four weeks ago. Mm -hmm. So we have a new son-in-law, Bo. And then we have our son, Isaac, who's 22 and doing great, learning to be an electrician. And we're just, we're very proud of parents. And Mm -hmm. we have a lot of fun as a family. An electrician, that's cool. My husband is an electrician. Oh, so. oh <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> But I have to say, I saw your daughter's um, pictures, wedding pictures, mm-hmm. and they were so beautiful. Yeah, yeah, God blessed us with a gorgeous day, mm-hmm. and their, um, their, both their hearts, Mackenzie and Bo, their hearts are on serving Jesus with their life, so it was a really one of those special days of celebrating two people I've never seen more in love. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's even more beautiful because, you know, it's covid It kept trying to cancel the wedding for you guys, but it happened. Yes. This was a very challenging time to have a wedding for sure. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Hard work can be really beautiful, especially when it comes to weddings sometimes. (laughs) Yes, for sure. Well, that's awesome. And congratulations on 29 years. Thank you. That is so exciting. Oh my gosh. Yep. Yep. And okay. So this is our first podcast. (laughs) We just had a microphone fall, but we're good. Hey, I was just dropping the mic. Hey, yeah. <laughs> and mic drop. And 29 years of wedded bliss. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's awesome. Well, you might as well take the mic now and introduce yourself. Yeah, so I am, my name is Pastor Matt Lee, and I've uh, been pastoring here uh, for the last, fi- I'm in my 15th year here uh, already, which is gone by really fast. So I'm, uh, my title is the youth ministries pastor here, uh, which means that I directly oversee the junior high, uh, ministry. I run that ministry. And then I oversee Aaron Barden, who runs a high school ministry here. He's the director of high school ministry. And then, um, Ashley Johnson, uh, and, and Tristan, I oversee the children's ministry. Um, and, um, and then I also, I also oversee the preschool ministry here at Commando Chapel. So, uh, this fall will be my 22nd year of doing youth ministry. So I've been doing it a long time. It's a lot of fun. It's yeah. a, a huge, huge adventure. Um, and God just keeps giving me energy for, for the next generation. <laughs> Sounds uh, like you need it working with all those kids. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, and then I, uh, have been married for, um, 16 years, I think 16 awesome. or 17 so, uh, <laughs> years, Se- 17 years. We're on 17. We just hit 17. So, awesome. uh, and, uh, I've got three kids. I got Logan, um, who is 13. He's starting his eighth grade year at Stanley middle school. And I've got Maya, she's 10, uh, and she's starting her fifth grade year at, uh, Elder Bay uh, Elementary, and then Brooklyn is going to be in second grade. So in a year from now, I'm going to have a high schooler, a middle schooler, <laughs> and a grade schooler, which is hard to believe since I'm only 20. I'll be praying. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. So, <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> so yeah, uh, it's it's. I mean, it's this is. Uh, doing being on staff here is hard to beat so yeah, um, i'm truly truly blessed to, yep. to serve alongside these people yes so. i love everybody here yeah. everyone's yeah. awesome well thank you for introducing yourselves um so i'm actually really curious i know you guys have told me this but i can't remember which one of you was the person who was like okay let's create stories of hope well i don't know that it's as quite as simple as that <laughs> Um, anybody who's walked with the Lord for a few years or longer, 
uh, will know the how God typically works and it's to right. weave things in unexpected ways mm-hmm. and the Holy Spirit just just drops things in your lap sometimes and mm-hmm. I love it when he does that because then there's no other explanation for it mm-hmm. other than it being God driven yeah. and that was really how this happened um I had visited a friend's church and um as I usually do I tend to critique <laughs> I can't help it when you work um in church, when you go visit, you want to see what other ministries are doing and what, you know, what's working for them or, um, and so I was doing that and I was looking at their Sunday morning bulletin and on the back they had, um, a picture of a person and it was, it wasn't called stories of hope. It was called something different, but it was basically the same idea. Mm -hmm. And it was a little like three sentences of this person's testimony and then it left you hanging Mm. and it left you wanting to hear the rest of the story. And then at the bottom of that said for, to hear the rest of the story, go, go here. And so I did that. I went home and I, I I logged onto that church's website. I looked up there, um, the story and there they had just a ton of stories from different people. Mm. And I read through several of them and I was so moved by it. And I, it, um, it answered something I had been desiring to do and something I'd been recognizing in ministry here at the church, you know, from time to time we'll have someone share their testimony, maybe at camp or maybe at a retreat or some special event. Someone will get up and share their testimony. And whenever that happens, we're all struck with how powerful that is. Mm -hmm. And we hear every Sunday, we hear one of our pastors preach and that's so powerful and wonderful. But when you hear somebody share their intimate story, of how God has redeemed their life. Mm-hmm. There's just nothing more powerful than yeah. that. And we, it's hard in our one hour, one time a week to have, <clears throat> excuse me, room to, to offer that right. on a regular basis. But I had been yearning mm. to do that, to mm. get those stories out there because it's just so powerful. So I had seen that and I had been mulling that over in my mind. Mm-hmm. Hey, I wonder how we could do that. And at the same time, Easter was coming. I was preparing our Easter services for that year. This was a few years back. And I had asked my husband to give his testimony at our Easter service. I remember that. Yeah. And it was a really difficult process, actually. And I was in on the background of the process because I was helping George um, process through and write out his testimony in a short, concise 10-minute way and that's not easy to do and so we went through that process he shared his story live from the pulpit on Easter Sunday and it was powerful Mm -hmm. it was and it touched a lot of people's lives and they wanted to know more about that and they wanted to be able to read it and we decided we were sensing that the week of Easter we were sensing what was happening a little and so we I think by then Matt and I had talked and I'll let him share, uh, his side of this, but we had started talking about how can we get to have a platform where people can share their stories with our church family Mm -hmm. uh, for the, all these reasons. And so we had decided let's use George's story as a launching point Mm -hmm. for Mm -hmm. stories of hope. We'll put his story in writing and we'll put it on the website. And then on Easter Sunday, after he shares the story, we can point people 
to the website to see his story and others to follow. And so that was my perspective. And at the very same time I was having those dots being connected, Matt was having, excuse me, some very personal things happen in his life that connected he and I in our conversations. And then he wanted in on it too. And we, it just, God did that. So that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So so leading up to that, um, so exactly five years ago this fall, uh, in October, uh, this, so sabbatical is the time we as pastors, we get to basically unplug for three months. Um, it's like 11 weeks, 12 weeks, something like that. And, um, and, and our church is just gracious with that. Well, um, I, I left for, um, my sabbatical and leading up to that. And I'm going to give you the super short condensed version. Cause this is like a really long, long story. <laughs> we only have so much time. <laughs> yeah. So I, I mean, if, if any of you want to hear more of, of the nitty gritty details, but basically, um, I had going back into that summer, um, I had been having these random dizzy spells. Uh, and I would just mention to Jamie, my wife, like, Hey, I'm feeling dizzy today. I just didn't know why. Well, fast forward, um, we, I, I went on sabbatical and, and, and at the same time I, I was, I didn't realize it, but I was burnt out from work. So this perfect storm hits while I'm on sabbatical. I have, we went to Disneyland and we came back and this had been a few weeks into my sabbatical when my wife says to me, now you had some, some frustrations, some irritations about ministry. And we haven't talked about that yet. And that sort of mm-hmm. opened this can of worms mm-hmm. where it sent me on this emotional slide. And then at the same time, these dizzy spells begin to pick up by, the, by basically the, uh, the end of um, November, I became bedridden. Oh, wow. I couldn't get up. The only time I get out, get up off the couch or get out of bed, uh, was to go to the bathroom. That's the only time. Uh, and so, uh, during that process, uh, I, I ended up, um, seeing 15 different doctors to try and figure out what's wrong with me. And it was Mm -hmm. my second neurology appointment, this incredible neurologist from the, the Everett clinic who looked at everything, all the doctor's notes from the last three or four months. Mm-hmm. She said, I think you got one of two things. And she diagnosed me with uh, something called POTS, which stands for postural orthostatic tachycardia syndrome, which basically means that when I stand up, my veins stay open, the blood drops to my feet. So I get mm-hmm. faint, um, and my heart starts racing and, and all these things. So, uh, so that began the journey of, of trying to make, you know, kind of this, this comeback story of, okay, you know, just one step at a time and started doing rehab and the church was being so patient with me in the process and working with me and the, the family. So, uh, it, I ended up, you know, being gone from the church for, uh, like a hard six months I was gone. Wow. Um, and then, uh, when I came back, um, God uses everything, um, in our lives. Um, and when I came back, I thought, cause I was in chronic pain every day mm-hmm. so much so that I was begging God to take me home. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought, I know I'm not alone. 
And I know that there's others out there and I know that they have a story. Hmm. It may not be this specifically, whether physical ailments, it might be emotional, it might be an eating disorder, it might be a fill in the blank, it might be their life story. And the thing that I've discovered in ministry is that people want to tell their story, but they don't have the platform or the people who will stop and just listen to their story. Mm-hmm. So we, uh, then I approached Josie and I, and I saw what she was beginning to do in ministry. And I said, Hey, what, what would it look like if we created a platform for people who in our big congregation will get the opportunity to say, this is where I came from. Like a Brenda Walla, who was a bag lady in Seattle. Nobody would look at her today and say, that's where she came from. So, so we, we, we say, Hey, can we put our, you know, thoughts together? And we begin to, Josie and I begin to, to talk. And, um, anyway, so, uh, we started this, this, George was this launching point and, and we said, yeah, absolutely. So, so now we have this, you know, this catalog of stories that, that if we meet like, um, like a theme or, or a, a special service like Easter that Josie can say that story is perfect for mm-hmm. what we're doing for the next four weeks. Let's use them as a live, you know, testimony. So mm-hmm. that's how it started. And, um, and then we kind of ran with it until we met you. And then I came along. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and, and God just opened up the next door because, you know, ministry, we were running ministry at such a pace where we said, we can't, we can't push us up the hill any longer. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and we saw what the Lord was doing yeah. in your life. And yeah. so that's when we brought you, um, mm-hmm. you into the picture. So, yeah. And then I was like, Hey guys, let's do a podcast. Yeah. Let's add to this. <laughs> yeah. Make it even harder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, that's love awesome. It. I love how that, like you guys just kind of ended up connecting. Like mm-hmm. this is where you both wanted, you had a yeah. thought in mind and then you just created it. Well, and that's exactly right. That's, and that's how God works mm-hmm. that he Absolutely. plants those little seeds of, Hey, this is where I want you to go. And you don't even see it coming. Yeah. And, and yet at the same time, you kind of do like, yeah. I, I have been so moved by other people's stories. And I, mm-hmm. I've had times in my life when I'm what life, when I'm just really discouraged and along comes someone's story mm-hmm. and you hear about someone else that struggled with something. And then you get to hear them talk about God's goodness Mm -hmm. and, and his ability to step into impossible situations and and redeem Mm -hmm. them. And the hope that that brings to, to me as someone of faith who has had a long journey of living with Christ, what an encouragement that is to me. I can't imagine to the person who hasn't found the hope of Jesus yet, Mm -hmm. this hearing someone's story. I already know that I know people Mm -hmm. who have come um, who've come to the Lord because of the stories they've heard from others. Mm-hmm. And right. so I want to be all about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, I yeah. want to give platform, like you said, Matt, giving opportunity for our church family to share what God has done in their lives. Mm-hmm. There are walking miracles all around us and we get so busy. Sometimes we forget mm-hmm. to stop mm-hmm. and hear what God has done. Mm-hmm. Right. And then God uses that, right? Yeah, yeah. He, what the enemy meant for evil, God means for good. Yeah. And by us letting other people tell the stories of exactly that, that right. is so powerful. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm actually yeah. surprised by like how many people are actually willing to share their stories, who want to share their mm-hmm. stories. And I think that's kind of the, the cool thing about trials and everything, the things we've gone through and how hard they are. It gives us a passion to 
help others by sharing our stories. You yeah. know, but only God can create something so beautiful from darkness, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it continues even after he's helped you through that tri- that trial. It continues by, you know, people sharing their stories. And Don't you think others. that's part of it? Mm-hmm. When God allows struggle in our lives, the Bible tells us that it's those struggles that help us grow mm-hmm. in our faith mm-hmm. and it helps us grow our character in all different ways. Right. But God didn't allow us just to go through that so that we ourselves could experience that growth. And then it just stops there. It stops. Yeah. Like there, there is way more to the kingdom than that. (laughs) And, and we, we really have an obligation Mm -hmm. to be sharing Mm -hmm. with others what God has done. And it's, Mm -hmm. it's set forth in examples throughout the Bible of Mm -hmm. that. Right. And Paul's a good example of that. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah. he basically shares his story like, Hey, look how bad I was, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but look what God did yeah. with right. me. And right. yeah. 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 So that kind of, kind of comes to my next question is, um, why do you encourage others to share their testimonies? Cause everybody's got a story small or big. Everybody's mm-hmm. got a story. And it doesn't have to be like, oh, I smoke and drank and beat up everybody right. in the world. Right. Come on. That's not everybody's story, right? It's some. It's, it is some. Yes. It is some. And that's okay. Yeah. Yes, and that's okay absolutely. for sure. But yeah. but it's not everybody's story. Because I even think like, even thinking about youth who, you know, walk the right way. Mm-hmm. I mean, walk in the way of the Lord and in and, and our... And, and, and they don't, they, I mean, God saved them from living this messed up life that, that they follow God's commandments, that they're mm-hmm. part of, you know, the church body and being a part of the church. They didn't have to go through all that mm-hmm. messy part of life. And so we can even celebrate that, that that's been their testimony. Right. Uh, and so, um, and, and God tells us to share our testimony without hesitation, without being ashamed he says, share it to everyone because, uh, as long as we're sharing our testimony, right? It's not about us, but about what God did mm-hmm. through us. Mm-hmm. And when, when that's the point, you, you can't ever go wrong. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, but, you know, but our society runs so fast paced, no one stops and listens anymore like they used to mm-hmm. because our schedules are so full. And, and that's what I would say to, you know, people out there, if you stop and are willing to listen, people will talk. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, I, like I, like I, I have been blessed to live with someone who has experienced some really significantly painful things in his life and then, uh, entered into adult life and should be an addict who's been divorced several times, mm. who has no joy mm. and who, you know, I could go on and on. That's where he should be. Mm-hmm. But because of what happened to him and because of God intervening and George allowing God to step in, he's a transformed walking miracle. Mm-hmm. And he's none of those things. He's full of joy, mm-hmm. full of life. He ministers to uh, kids in an incredible way. He's a high school teacher. Mm-hmm. And that's where his ministry is, is with that age group. Mm-hmm. And I, God is using him in a profound 
way. Mm. And having witnessed that, I've used his story with other people and he has too, obviously it's his, it's his very story that makes him so effective in sharing hope with others. And if he wasn't willing to share his story, nobody would even have anything to go by. Like, how would you know? Right. So for me, that's such a, a poignant example of it. His willingness to share that with others and to use it to fuel his purpose in his life. And so Mm -hmm. to me, that's why I, when I rub shoulders with somebody who's just really struggling Mm -hmm. and whether it's a person that believes in Jesus or not, um, they're really struggling maybe with their identity or their purpose in life. Maybe they're struggling with depression or Mm -hmm. severe anxiety or maybe all of those things. When I can say, Hey, I want you to listen to this story or that mm-hmm. story, or I want to tell you about a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. And when I, even I get to share someone else's story, the only reason I get to share it is because I know it and right, I've heard it. Right. And I have seen people go from complete hopeless thinking I'm the only one that ever feels this way. I'm the only one that really struggles with this to realizing, well, wait a minute, if if they were like that and now they're not, mm-hmm. then there's hope for me. And in a world and in a culture who we are wrestling so badly with identity crisis Mm -hmm. and the world is trying to teach us to find our identity in all the wrong places Mm -hmm. and our identity is found in the person that created us. Our creator is the only one who can give us our name. Mm -hmm. Our identity is found in Jesus Mm -hmm. and that's the very core of anybody's story yeah. mm-hmm. that's giving their testimony in Jesus mm-hmm. and the power of the blood of Jesus in their life. Mm-hmm. And so that's why we got to get that story out. Mm-hmm. We need people to hear about Brenda Walla. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and if you haven't heard her story or read her story, you need to log on and read it. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and my husband, George's story yeah. and John Rice's story. Yeah. And I mean, there's countless stories on there and they're all different Mm -hmm. and they're all like you said, Matt, some of them are people that have walked with Jesus their entire life, but man, they, they have a profound story to tell. And there are others that are just, just found him. And, but man, they've had some miracles and that brings me, me such encouragement. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Um, so we keep saying this word and I think it'd be important for us to kind of explain what hope is. Mm-hmm. So what is hope to you guys? What does it mean? Man, you know, when I think about that question, it actually, it makes me like instantly emotional mm-hmm. because I, mm-hmm. I think about all the stuff that I've been through and all the journey that life has taken me on. I can't imagine doing that without the hope of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine it because I tell you where I would be. I would be a a super overweight alcoholic. I know that that's where I would be. Uh, there's a lot of things I, I, I know that I would be that, that, but, um, but without the hope, like if you, especially during this time in this world, Mm -hmm. people right now are asking the question, oh my gosh, what if this is the end? And if this is the end, then what? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if your hope is not anchored to Jesus Christ, then you're in trouble mm-hmm. and, and you're lost and you're confused 
and you're choosing actually fear over faith. But when you have Jesus, you don't have to be worried about who the next president is because God already knows. (laughs) We don't have to be worried about who the next governor is because God already knows. And so I can't imagine living this life without hope mm-hmm. for crying out loud. I mean, I would be, I mean, I, I, I mean, I don't even like to think about it, but, but it gets me like, oh my gosh, I can't imagine going mm-hmm. through all I've been through mm-hmm. and, not having that. and not having hope. Mm-hmm. Uh, because when you, you know, I mean, I even find myself even during, you know, this, this pandemic time sometimes finding myself sort of off center and, and getting all worked up about this, that, or the other thing. And then I find myself like, Whoa, where's true North? Mm-hmm. I got to fix my eyes on Jesus again. Mm-hmm. Cause I've lost, I, I, I'm losing, I'm losing it and, <laughs> and push back from, from the, the junk this world is serving us yep. mm-hmm. and say, I don't have to worry about any of that right. because in the end, if this is the end, Okay. Bring it on. Right. <laughs> let's let's right. party. <laughs> and, and because Job 42.2 says, God has a plan and no one can stop it. Mm-hmm. So let's usher it in and, and let yeah. this be the, let's go. I love that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, I think for me, it's, in our English language, we have a problem, right? We use one word for a million different meanings. And when that can happen, sometimes the meaning of it can get watered down. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I love the word hope, mm-hmm. but in my mind, it's a different definition than the actual word I hear. Mm-hmm. So for me, the word hope means assurance mm-hmm. because the world's definition of hope, we often throw it out there like, I hope when I get home, George has dusted and vacuumed and has dinner (laughs) in the oven when I get home. I hope, (laughs) or I hope that, I don't know, you know, like you, you hope for things. Wishful thinking. It's wishful thinking. And that is not what we're talking about here. What we're talking about here is assurance of the final product. Assurance of the victory that Jesus already has over it all Mm -hmm. so that in the midst of the pandemic in the midst of the storm whether it be a financial storm or a divorce type storm or a medical trauma that has happening to you Mm -hmm. in the very center of the hardest part Mm. of that storm you can have assurance in knowing that your maker loves you this did not take him by surprise Mm -hmm. He is allowing it to happen for a reason. Mm -hmm. He will give you the strength you need to get through it the way he Mm -hmm. has planned for you to get through it. If Mm -hmm. you keep your eyes focused on him and if you're surrendering to him daily and you're Mm -hmm. trusting in him daily, that's the assurance Mm -hmm. that we're talking about. That's the hope we're talking about. So that when we could, we could walk out of here Mm -hmm. and get in a car accident Mm -hmm. on our way home and lose our life. Mm Like that yep. happens all the time yep. right. and we have no control whatsoever. But what, what I have is if that happens to me, please throw a big party mm. yeah. <laughs> and know, yeah. I mean, I know you'll be, you'll be sad yeah. <laughs> for a little cry, while, <laughs> but you know that I went out with complete bold assurance hmm. that I, when I die, my life is not over. Mm. This is not the end. The Bible tells us over and over about what our future is. And those who put their trust and their hope 
in Jesus Christ, mm -hmm. the one and only son of God, mm -hmm. their life goes on for eternity. Yeah. And then there's a whole lot more to that. It's a whole nother podcast mm -hmm. with him. So this is not the end. And that's what hope is that yeah. I have the assurance that come what may yeah. my God has victory over it all. Yep. And in the end, he wins. Yep. Yeah. That's, that. that's my hope. My hope is the anchor yeah. for everything else. Yeah. This is not our home. This is our rest stop. Yeah. Oh, we have yeah. a forever home. Yeah. And, and in the end, you know, God says all these things that are happening, yeah. right? He's, pre he has preparing a home for us, a yeah. place for us. Mm -hmm. And in the end, he's going to redeem the earth and yeah. we are going to reign together with him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and all this pain and suffering that we're going through now will be done and over with. Yeah. What an awesome time that will be. Yeah. So yeah. that's the hope that we can be right in the center of yeah. the worst of the worst and yeah. have the amazing joy mm -hmm. of the Lord mm -hmm. because we don't have to fear it. Yeah. 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 No, I love that. See, I wanted to touch on that because before I, I decided to follow Christ, um, I had many people as my mom was passing away, which I, that's another podcast. I'll go more over Absolutely. that. But, mm -hmm. um, I had so many people, Christians telling me, you know, don't lose hope. There's always hope. And mm -hmm. I'd be like, why are they asking me to, you know, basically wish for something that I know is not going to happen. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, I, I learned what hope was through my mom mm -hmm. and, you know, through seeing her, you know, I'm sure she was afraid, but she was excited to go mm -hmm. to heaven mm -hmm. and that right there, that was what hope I learned, what hope was, was mm -hmm. the excitement and just giving her life honestly over to Christ without fear. Yeah. Like you said, yeah. faith over fear. Yeah. And so that's how I learned, you know, what hope was. Wow. And I think, and I, and like you said, I, I get emotional when I think yeah. of the word hope and, uh, cause it's, it's the best part yeah. of life mm -hmm. of knowing God is yeah. having that hope. And, um, I think it's just so important for people to understand yeah. what it more is. than ever, yeah. because mm -hmm. we live in a time where anxieties are high. Depression is high. Right. And you know, suicide rates are high and the person who's facing suicidal thoughts, um, or such deep depression will often even use the terminology. I'm hopeless. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's exactly right. Yeah. That is exactly right. And whether that's a follower of Christ who has gotten their eyes off of where they should be and they need mm -hmm. to be encouraged and helped to, to be reminded of their God mm -hmm. or the person that hasn't found Jesus yet needs to be offered that hope because yeah. mm -hmm. the, the hope is available to absolutely anybody. Yeah. Right. And that's absolutely. the very thing about these stories. You'll, you'll read or hear over and over these. That's exactly it, that they had no hope. Yeah. They found Jesus and now they have so much hope. It's bubbling out of yeah. them and they want to share it with right. you. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. Well, I think we could sit here and talk for hours about this yeah. and I definitely want to sit down with you guys again another day mm -hmm. and we can talk more but um for if you guys want to check out the stories of hope um I'm sure I can link it to the podcast somehow yeah. we have a yep. a handy lady here named Beth who can probably help <laughs> me <with that. laughs> um, but yeah definitely check that out because like I said mm -hmm. this is just a branch off of um that ministry mm -hmm. and we just wanted to make an opportunity, another opportunity, give another opportunity for mm. ways people can hear of God's hope and what it is mm -hmm. by creating this podcast. So thank you so much, you guys, for sitting here with yeah. me. Thank and you. I'm excited for this journey. 
Cassie, thank you so much for for taking on a new ministry and Mm -hmm. being open to it and open to God's leading on your heart. It's been fun for Matt and I. We've kind of had this vision and like we've talked about it kind of snowballed and (laughs) like, where is this going? So it was exciting for us to hear you and your interest. And and now Mm -hmm. here we are. Yeah, here we are. Yeah, I know. I was actually really excited when you guys reached out to me because I was like, hey, because I'm obsessed with the word hope. And I'm like, I have other people who want to like dig yeah. into this yeah. word. So yeah. it's awesome. Yes. All right. Thank you again, guys. Yeah, you're Thanks welcome. for having yeah. us. If you are interested in learning more about this ministry, visit KamenoChapel.org and find us under the ministry tab. Here you will find all the stories that we were talking about in this podcast. And you can also share your own story by clicking the tell your story button. Also, be sure to follow us on Facebook. Our page is called Stories of Hope. And here you will see all the updates coming in the future regarding Stories of Hope, as well as our Living in Hope podcast. This is a great way for us to stay connected. Also, be sure to hit subscribe on the podcast wherever you are listening. So that way you get updates when there is a new podcast. Thank you so much for joining me in this podcast today. And I look forward to all the future podcasts coming up. We have a lot of amazing stories to be told. So I hope you join us again next week. Have a great week, you guys.